Spring podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the Spring. Well, good morning and welcome to the Spring. My name is Gabriel, and we are so excited to be with you this morning. Um, If you would, just go ahead and like or comment this post so we know that you are with us this morning. And also, if you have any prayer requests or something like that that you would like to put in the comments, um, feel free to do that. Feel free to be open with that. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and get started with some worship, and we want you to sing with us. So sing loud and proud as as we praise God. Conquer the grave 
Yeah. 
you all pray with me? God, what an honor it is to be here in your presence. Just to be able to worship you freely. Even though we are dispersed, we are together in your spirit. And we're thankful for that truth, God. We're thankful that you hold us together as a spiritual family. We just ask this morning that you would draw us near. Help us to feel your embrace. Help us to feel your love. You are an awesome and a wonderful God, and we're thankful that we can call you Father. We love you so much, and we ask all of these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, church. It is so wonderful to be here and worship with you today. Um, it's exciting that we can come together this way virtually, and we actually have um, just a couple of people that have joined us because we're trying to figure out how we can do in-person worship again. And so I have a peanut gallery for the first time in a while, so I'm planning that they're going to all laugh at my jokes because Brian does not laugh at my jokes, um, which has really been hard on my ego in case you were wondering about that. So we're really uh, excited that you're here to worship with us today. There's a couple of things that I want to pray for, um, pray with you about. Um, for those of you that um, have heard or maybe um, have seen this or, or heard this on the prayer chain, um, but Lorraine Miller, one of the pillars of our church, she passed away. Um, and we just ask for your prayers, for their family, for all that is going on. Um, we're looking at maybe a July service, just so you know. So um, we're trying to figure all those things out. And if you didn't know Lorraine, and if you're joining with us now and, and, and you have not um, been inside the building and been able to meet some of the people, this is the great thing about um, Facebook is that we're all here together. But Lorraine was one who was in charge of the funeral dinners uh, for so many years and was such a wonderful lady. So we just ask um, for prayers for her family. <clears throat> I also want to ask for prayers for Steve Rice. Um, Steve had back surgery this week, and he's in rehab at Smithville right now. Um, so just hopefully he can uh, get better and not have that pain. So we ask for uh, prayers for that as well. So we, um, and then also one more thing that I want to pray with you about. Um, you know, our country is in some turmoil right now. Um, it's kind of like we're dealing with these two uh, major things. And the first one is we want to pray for the family of George Floyd, um, all those who are suffering and those who are in pain. Um, and because of oppression and racism, you know, we just want to um, cry out to the Lord and ask for um, God to fix these things for truly God is the one that can help us make a way here. And then also want to pray for those um, that are suffering because of this pandemic um, this, and maybe it's not even that they've been diagnosed with it, but they're, they're suffering because their life has changed. So we want to ask for prayers for both of those things this day. And then I'm going to finish with the Lord's Prayer. So I invite you to pray with me this day. Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much for all that you have given us. Lord, right now there are so many things happening in our country and in our world, and we need you to intervene. Lord, we need you to make a way for these things that seem so out of control. Lord, we want to lift up to you those who are hurting and those who are suffering, those who have lost loved ones, those who are crying out for justice and for peace. For, Lord, we know that you hear our cries. 
for you are the one that taught us how to pray the Lord's Prayer by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I have um, lots of scripture that I'm going to read to you today. Uh, So keep your Bibles out or get your app, uh, your phone with your Bible apps, if I can say that correctly. Get that out so that um, you can follow along with me. So we're going to start with, and I think Pastor Jeremy posted it up here. We're going to start with Revelation um, chapter 21, um, verses 1 to 4. And I've got all mine marked here. And let's read this together. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, Lord, we thank you so much. And we just ask for you to pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. Well, today is a very special day in the uh, church calendar, in the liturgical calendar, which is the, the calendar for the, for the church year. And I don't know if you know what today is, but if you do, you can go ahead and like or post it or just guess at something. Um, but today we celebrate something really uh, specific. It's called Trinity Sunday. So basically, um, we are going to talk about uh, the Trinity, the, the God, the Creator, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. But we're also going to try to figure out um, how does that work in our relationship with God, our relationship with the Trinity? How are we able to figure out um, pain and, and suffering? And how do we um, work knowing that Christ is with us in our broken world, working to redeem us um, and broken hearts and broken world? And when we find ourselves, especially this week, unable to pray, unable to even be sure of what to say because the world seems so out of control right now, Uh, we hear the words from Revelation, I am making all things new. And the pain of the world is going to pass away. So here we are, Trinity Sunday. I got to tell you that my job on Trinity Sunday is to explain to you what the Trinity is. Now, I have been trained. I have gone to seminary. I have read books. I have written papers. I have done lots and lots and lots about the Trinity. And I will tell you my advice on the Trinity is to not try to explain it. (laughs) 
because it's really difficult. Uh, in fact, my seminary professors would say that. Um, good luck with explaining the Trinity, something that is so um, powerful and amazing and also difficult uh, to understand sometimes. And so I'm going to do my best here um, as we talk about this, this creator God who created the, the universe and the sun and the moon and the, and the stars and the earth and land and, and people and animals and plants. And I don't know if you knew this, but in Genesis um, chapter 1, and we're going to go there in just a second, but in Genesis chapter 1, we are taught that we are all supposed to be tree huggers. I don't know if you knew that. It is absolutely the truth. God puts us in charge of taking care of the land of taking care of the animals, of taking care of the earth. And that is our first and foremost um, requirement that God gives us. And so here is this great creator God who has done all these creative, um, creating things. And then there's Jesus Christ, the son, right, who comes um, as, as in person to be able to, to share with us in person and that we would get the love and the grace and the forgiveness and have access to heaven through him. And then there's the Holy Spirit, which is more of the difficult one to understand because it's, it's, it's a feeling. It's a feeling that we get. And so good luck with me trying to explain to you the Trinity today. Super helpful, right? It's Trinity Sunday. My job here is to explain this to you. And as always, Pastor Jeremy has given me a really good analogy that I'm totally stealing and going to make it my own. Don't tell him. But the analogy that Jeremy gave, um, which is just fabulous, is that the Trinity is like water, ice, and steam. It's all the same substance but it is experienced in different ways. So there you go. I've explained it. All done. Actually, no, I've got more that I want to say to you. But I want you to keep that in your mind, that um, these different parts of God, the Creator, the Son, the Holy Spirit, are different ways to experience God. I think it's important for us to understand that. Um, we need to know that there is a good God who created everything created everything. Um, and we need to know that there is a son, Jesus Christ, who came to save us. And we need to know there's a Holy Spirit who comes to help us so that we are not left by ourselves. And we need some goodness from God right now. Wouldn't you agree? I think so. It's something that we absolutely need. The world seems so out of control. There is pain and there is suffering. And our, our nation is grieving, is lamenting uh, violent acts, actions, racism, um, systematic uh, oppression. Uh, all of these things have just been on display just these last few weeks. And meanwhile, during all of this, this stuff that we have to deal with that has to change, we deal with this global pandemic. Just one more thing, you know, that our world has completely changed and it feels very out of control. So I think that right now explaining the Trinity would be easier 
than for me to try to explain what's going on in our world. After all these people have said, don't explain the Trinity, Laura, it's too difficult, and I say that myself, I think it's easier for me to dive in to explaining the Trinity to you than explaining what's happening in our world because it's crazy right now. So I would rather do that. You know, um, one of the things that I will tell you is that we, we need to, to laugh even in these very stressful times. We need to be able to laugh because that releases the stress that we are under. And so I've been thinking about that. How can we laugh um, in the midst of this craziness? How can I make the jokes? Because I'm pretty funny. We talked about that. Not pastor funny, really funny. And uh, I was thinking about maybe going on a stand-up comedy tour, taking this on the road. Um, but we have a pandemic, and I'm not going to be traveling. So, um, boiled again. I can't go on my comedy career. But the Trinity. The Trinity is what we're going to talk about. Uh, the Trinity and the community of God. The, the God that's working um, in our broken creation. In our broken hearts. In our broken world. And we are the ones that, that broke it. So first, the creator God. We're going to talk about the creator, God. And I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1. Super easy to find, first book of the Bible. And this is um, really where God is making things. And I want to read this with you because this is the best uh, place to start with trying to understand the Father, the creator. Okay? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was a formless Void, empty, no idea what that would look like, but darkness was over the surface of the deep. Try to put that in your head. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So in the beginning, there was this formless void and, and darkness, and then God speaks let there be light. And there was light and goodness that came with that light. And he created. He created the earth. He created the, the plants and the animals. And then he created us. And this God who created the universe <clears throat> out of nothing, right, this vast universe, he creates sun and, and, and moon and all all of the stars and, and, and the earth and, and creation. And you can go outside and you can look at the beauty of it. And, and when I go out into nature, I, I feel that, right? This is a good God who created this wonderfulness. And then when I look at my own family and, and my friends and I see my children and I realize that God created them too and that God created me, this creator God who creates universe, the universe also created me and created you. This is not just a God who's set over there and unaware of what's going on in the world. This is a God who got down and made it good. It's pretty amazing. The creator God. That he would know all the things and he would also know everything about us. 
He would know every hair on our head. He has them counted. Now, some of us have more than others, but God knows it, right? God knows it. So that is the creator God. And then, you know, creation went on for a while, and Adam and Eve were cast out of uh, the Garden of Eden because of sin, and we walk into a broken world. And there is sin and there is chaos. And there are people who are trying to find God in the midst of this. And so God, knowing that we needed him desperately on this earth, sends his son in Jesus Christ. And I want you to turn with me to John. Um, John chapter 1. And we're going to read, I think, until verse 5. So I want you to remember, I want you to think in your head again, the first Genesis before I move on, um, that the earth was formless and void and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters and then God spoke, let there be light, okay? Think of that as I read this to you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has ever been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. It's John chapter 1. The word of God. Maybe you've heard this before but Jesus Christ is explained as the word of God. Logos, that's the Greek word, right? That um, he speaks, when Jesus speaks, and that's why we have these red letter Bibles, because he's speaking the words of God, right? And when the words of God are spoken, that is Jesus Christ. And we have um, this wonderful God, in Jesus Christ, who brings us light and salvation, who gives us redemption and forgiveness and grace and teaches us how to love one another, how to love our neighbors as ourselves, how there is no separation in who we are. And, and we learn this through Jesus Christ, that we are all one in the same in God that God has created all of us, and it doesn't matter what uh, color your skin is. It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your economic status, that God loves us all the same, all of us, and that doesn't change. That never changes, and we learn that from Logos, the word of God in Jesus Christ, that we are worth it, and that God wants us to work for his kingdom and the good of all things. Not to separate ourselves because we're different, but to come together through Christ, the Son, the second part of the Trinity. And we ask ourselves, what, what shall we do in this time? How do we experience God in the midst of this crazy world. Well, God wasn't done with us after he sent Jesus Christ. 
God knew that we needed him still. And so when Jesus was um, resurrected, he stayed around for a little while, right? And then he ascended into heaven after about 50 days. And he ascended into heaven, and then the Holy Spirit comes down, and the church is born, the Christian church, and then we are given the Holy Spirit to help us to deal with what is happening in our world so that God would be with us, that we wouldn't feel that absence of God, but that we would know that God is with us. And the Holy Spirit um, has been explained in so many ways, like a wind, like a fire, like a flame. For me, it's a feeling when I know, when I know what God is asking me to do. It's a feeling in those God moments where we know that God is at work. When we realize that God is up to something good all of the time and is working in our broken and sinful world for good of all humankind. So turn with me to Acts chapter 2. And we're going to go, I think it's verse... Two to four. Suddenly, a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where the disciples were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them the spirit that came like a wind, like a flame, like a feeling that came. You know, there's this um, crazy uh, Greek word that I had to learn as a pastor. It's called epiclesis, and I'm sure that Pastor Jeremy is going to post the how to spell it on there. But epiclesis is basically when I do my job, when I am baptizing, when I am um, blessing something, when I uh, am serving communion, I'm not doing that on my own power, but I call upon the power of the Holy Spirit to be the one to do these things. Um, the epiclesis is what we have to have, right? We call upon the power of the Holy Spirit. God shows up and God does the things. I am just human. And God is the one that does the things. But God will also use us to do these things. He works through us, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the love and the grace of the church, through forgiveness of sins, through um, the redemption of who we are through his son, Jesus Christ. And we are given the Trinity as a way to help us to deal with what is happening in our world. We have the creator God who created everything. It was amazing and wonderful and, and, and beautiful. And we have the son who came to us knowing that we were sinners, knowing that we needed that experience with Jesus Christ, knowing that we desperately needed God in our midst, right? Knowing that. And then when Jesus went back to heaven, didn't want to leave us by ourselves, and so sent to us the Holy Spirit so that we would be able to experience God every single day. That is the Trinity. 
And you know, it's, um, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And God is showing us in himself how he is in community. The creator, the son, the Holy Spirit, three in one are in community. And that's what God calls each and every one of us to do as well. We aren't meant to do this life alone. We are meant to do this together. And as Christians, that is our job, to worship together with one another. And yes, worship looks different right now, absolutely different. But I feel like God has unleashed our church. We got um, booted out of the building, right? But God does these amazing things, and yet we still have this message of hope. We still meet together, though virtually, every chance we get. And God gives us the love and the grace. You know, lots of people think that, um, that when Jesus uh, went back to heaven and he sent the Holy Spirit, that that was sort of um, the birth of the Holy Spirit, right? But that's not true, actually. And I want you to go back with me um, to Genesis chapter 1 because we're going to read this one more time. And then we think, oh, you know, when Jesus was born um, in Galilee, that was the first time um, that the word of God, Logos, right, uh, Jesus speaking, the word of God showed up. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Ah, the creator, you see him? Now the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Hear that? And then God spoke the words, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. There's the creator again. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And in Genesis chapter 1, you see the Trinity, the creator, the spirit, the word, the son. It's all there. So... What shall we do? How do we go forth and be God's people? Who shall we be? Where shall we go? Who should we include? What shall we see? Because we know that the God that loves us, that created us, is the Trinity, the three in one. You know, here's the thing. I'm not an expert. I am not an expert in the craziness that is happening in our world right now, but I can offer you this, that there is a good God who knows our pain and who is working for good in this world. He's up to something good. And what humanity has done for, for evil, God is taking and making something good and something new from that. These last few weeks, I've watched the pain in our country grow. I felt that pain, and you may have too. I was unsure about what the right step is. What's the next good thing? You know, we have every right to stand up for what we believe in, for equal treatment of all people on this earth. 
and no matter what. That is a rule that does not bend. God created us all equal. So I invite you to look for good because there is good even in the midst of this craziness because in the good, God is there. You know, just a few days ago, um, Max Lucado, which, by the way, if you have a chance, uh, Max Lucado writes a lot of books, and we do a lot of his studies here at the church, and he's been doing these daily devotionals that I've been watching and Jeremy's been watching. It's phenomenal. And just a few days ago, um, he was with his church and his church band, and they were um, downtown, I think it's San Antonio. I might be wrong, Jeremy will correct me, but they were in downtown San Antonio during a protest. And what they did was worship. And everybody around was singing songs about God, about what God has done for us. There's something good in the midst of that. There is something good when protesters and police kneel together and march together. There's something good in that. There's something good when doctors and nurses and hospital staff come together to do everything they can to help you and your loved ones. And they put their own lives at risk to help us. There's something good there. There is good there's still a long way to go, but there's good. God is with us. And when you find yourself over these next few days unable to pray, maybe a few weeks or months, the Spirit knows our hearts and helps us to pray even though we don't have words. You know, God who created us all, who loves us all, who wants us all redeemed, wants us all to know him. That's the good God who is here for us now. So when you find yourself saying, I just can't handle all of this, all that's going on in our world, you're right. You can't handle it, but God can. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, we thank you so much for all that you have given us this day. Help us, Lord, to be your people. Help us in the midst of this craziness, this crazy time, this fear and worry and stress that you would guide us through the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would come with us and make something good out of the mess that our world has created. We ask these things in your most loving name we pray. Amen. Yeah.
this morning too along with our um, other music that we have it's just such a blessing to us and what a blessing it is to have our band with us here today um, I do want you to vote on whether or not you think um, Gabriel looks like Jesus if you would post that and let us know it's the hair I think but let me know what you think about that so um, this morning um, we do uh, this time where we're asking you to give to your church um, we are all in this together, and your ties and your offerings, um, they will help our family, our church family, that you are a part of, to continue to do the good work 
that God is doing. So there are different ways that you can give. You can give um, online at esmethodist.com, um, which is powered through PayPal. You can come to the church if you need to get out and you're going crazy and stressed um, and drop it off. We have a drop box at door number two where you can mail your tithe here um, to the church. And we just all that you give, all that you do to support the ministry that we are all involved in here um, just does amazing things in our community. So we ask that you give as God has directed your hearts.
Thank you so much for joining us today. What a blessing it has been to worship with you. Um, please like, share this video. If it has uh, moved you and spoken to you, um, let's get this word out that God loves all of us. Um, so go forth from this place with the love and the grace and the joy of Jesus Christ. Go in peace. Amen. from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great day.